Welcome to the second installment of the International Accounting Education Standards Board's audio pod- podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Aileen Pierce, Chair of the IAESB Consultative Advisory Group. Over the next few minutes, we're going to share some of the highlights from the IAESB's recent meeting held in Toronto from October 30th to November 1st. 2013. Let me introduce today's participants. IAESB Chair Peter Wallneiser and Deputy Chair Salim Karwa. Welcome, Peter. Uh, to begin, let's talk about developments with International Education Standard 2, Initial Professional Development, Technical Competence, and IES 3, Initial Professional Development, Professional Skills. Uh, thank you, Aileen. Uh, I think the board had a, a very productive um, and important meeting in Toronto last week. Uh, I'm delighted to say that both of these standards, IES 2 and IES 3, uh, were voted out uh, by the board uh, following an extensive period of development uh, and exposure. These are two vital standards in the uh, initial professional development of uh, accountants. IES 2 is uh, of, of great importance because uh, it includes the curriculum for professional accounting education program and therefore is widely uh, uh, applicable and important to a wide range of stakeholders. Uh, indeed, all uh, providers of uh, professional accounting education, both through the, the public university sector as well as through the provision of programs of IFAC member bodies. IES 3 likewise is important and sets forth the professional skills required uh, for a professional accountant. I must say that our colleagues on the respective task forces for these two standards have worked prodigiously over a sustained period of time, uh, consulting widely uh, both through the exposure process and more informally uh, in the development uh, of these standards and I'm delighted that uh, the standards that have been uh, approved in content uh, will now go forward to the Public Interest Oversight Board uh, for approval as to the due process that we have followed. Uh, I think these two standards uh, are landmark standards for the Board uh, and will have a significant uh, impact beneficially for professional accounting education. Salim, is there anything that you'd like to add to Peter's comments? Uh, yes, I believe an aspiring professional accountant uh, is an individual who has commenced a professional accounting education program as part of the IPG program. This is extremely important when you are looking at IES 2 and 3 as the accounting education programs must contain the outcomes that exist in IES 2, 3, and 4. And of course, these have to be assessed. And these two standards actually address those issues. The definition of a professional accountant has come a long way. Uh, if we looked at the problems with the existing definition, uh, it actually didn't convey an understanding of the roles and functions of the professional accountant and did not assist in the public's understanding of the term. In addition to that, uh, it had a tendency to be circular and confusing, confusing, 
and this confusion was often exacerbated in the translation process. In addition to that, uh, it was always con uh, it was some people conceived it as though um, ISAC had some responsibility in uh, with a professional accountant. However, that is not really true, and as a consequence of that, a new definition had to be developed. Now, over the last three to uh, over the last uh, 12 months. What we have done is taken the existing work on the professional accountant and fine-tuned it with advice from both the board and the CAG, and we now have come up with a very simple and short definition. And Peter, do you have any comments that you'd like to make in relation to the project on the definition of the professional accountant? Uh, thank you, Aileen. Uh, just a few observations, if I might. Uh, the term accountant in many jurisdictions is not protected. Uh, and so through the regulatory process, there is uh, nothing in many countries to prevent any individual calling themselves an accountant. That the International Accounting Education Standards Board uses the term professional accountant uh, in some of its standards means that it's very important in the public interest that the board articulates precisely what is intended by that term. Importantly, the definition that the, uh, the board has uh, approved for further consultation um, uh, covers the, the vital areas of professionalism in accounting. Uh, it goes to professional competence, in the field of accountancy uh, and uh, portends that a professional accountant is not only competent in that field but also is bound by uh, a code of ethical conduct. Uh, these are essential elements uh, in, uh, in the profession for accountants. Peter, can you also tell us about what transpired at this recent meeting regarding the exposure draft for IES 8, Professional Competence for Engagement Partners Responsible for Audits of Financial Statements, formerly referred to as Competence Requirements for Audit Professionals. Uh, thank you, Aileen. Yes, I can. Uh, I, I'm delighted to say that uh, the task force under the leadership of Eileen Walsh has done outstanding work on this uh, draft standard. Um, so much so, in fact, that uh, the board unanimously approved the content of the exposure draft for uh, exposure. Uh, so that's now uh, in train, and I'm very pleased that uh, the board has been able to deal with this in the time frame that it has. And uh, I think that we can be confident that the uh, widespread consultation and engagement that has uh, so characterised the process of the development of this standard has taken place and borne grapefruit. Thank you, Peter. Uh, Salim, have you any further thoughts on IES 8? Yes, I think uh, the work that, that, has, that was done by the uh, IES 8 task force is actually wonderful. Uh, considering the fact that the original, the extant IES 8 um, was forced with so many difficulties in, in its implementation. Uh, this particular document that has now been approved for further consultation 
is a document that has taken into account all the problems that appeared when the extant IESH was published and uh, implemented. And since then, this uh, consultation has resulted in a document that is far, far better and addresses everything by outcomes and has the input of both practitioners, academics, and people in the, pub in the public sector as well. So I think we, we have produced a document that um, uh, after con uh, once it goes out to consultation will look very different from the original um, exposure draft that we sent out. I'd like to conclude by offering IAESB Chair Peter Wallneiser a chance to provide some final thoughts on this recent meeting. Uh, thank you, Aileen. Uh, yes, I would. I think this was a, a very productive meeting. Uh, we have seen now the finalisation uh, of the revision project with the exception of IES 8, um, which we have uh, approved in terms of its content for re-exposure. So in this meeting now, with the approval of the content of IESs 2 and 3, uh, we have now completed uh, seven IESs. Uh, we've now voted out for exposure IES 8, and so I look forward uh, in 2014 uh, to seeing this very ambitious and worthy uh, revision project uh, brought to conclusion. It's very fitting, therefore, that uh, I pay tribute to my colleagues uh, who have served on these three task forces. Uh, they've done an amazing job and worked extraordinarily hard consulted widely and taken on board all the feedback that has come uh, in the process of the development of these standards, uh, including through the public exposure process. And so I would like to pay tribute to Professor Kim Langfield-Smith, who was the Task Force Chair of IES2, and all of the colleagues that have served on that task force, to Claire Mitchington, who was the Task Force Chair on IES3, and to all of her task force colleagues, and to Eileen Walsh, uh, who is the task force chair of IES 8, and all of her colleagues. Uh, they've done a wonderful service for us uh, in the development of these standards. We've reached the end of this podcast summary of the International Accounting Education Standards Board's November 2013 meeting. Thanks again to IAESB Chair Peter Wallneiser and Deputy Chair Salim Karwa for being here today. The next IAESB meeting will be in April between the 9th and the 11th in New York City. More information on the Education Standards Board is available on our website www.iaesb.org. I'm Aileen Pierce. Thank you for listening. Please join us again next time.